Okay. What? I hear you say it wasn't supposed to. It was like a secret. It's such a secret. Uh, I'm going to work. Papa, I love you. Bye, guys. Secret. <laughs> now we're recording, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Anderson. We're recording. Apparently, it's a secret. <laughs> well, it's just like... Uh, Nobody knows we have a podcast. <laughs> I don't think so, man. And I think uh, Squarespace, I think what they're doing is like... And I... I don't have much data on this, right? So I can't prove it. Yeah. But I think what they do is they go like, all right, these guys, are they've had a website for almost three years now. Yeah. Better just keep gradually pushing up the subscriber number when they check the metric thing. Yeah. Just, Whether it's true or not. Yeah. Because it's like... It's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that a number of people that includes a comma listen to this podcast. <laughs> Could okay. be. Uh, well, that's the thing, is it? <clears throat> we've been at like 1,400 for two months in a row. And we've only put out one episode in two months. <laughs> I know, dude, which is like... Maybe people are catching up. You know, and I've thought about that. The more episodes you have, the more listeners... Right, and... Possible. Uh, right, and then, you know, we do comedy stuff. Yeah. People pay attention. Sometimes. <laughs> what I love is that, like, we've had this podcast for, again, nearly three years. And, uh, or what, two full years? I think three, though, right? Um, we've had, yeah, I would say t- two, not three. Two full years. Yeah. So we're going to start our third year. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, well, that's, I, what, I guess, what I freaking mean. This feels like the the notice I got to renew <laughs> the Squarespace. It feels, it feels like the third one that we've gotten from Squarespace. The one we just got? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fair. But. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. We're going to have a live podcast. Yeah. I booked the first guest. Uh, you want to share? You should book a guest real quick, because the Big Dipper is like, hey man, let's get a poster going. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, give me two seconds. <laughs> so January 13th at 9 o'clock at the Big Dipper. Big Dip. We're going to record the podcast live. Live. Uh, I got my that buddy. you 1,000 yeah, you some odd people. Right. You won't all fit in the Big Dipper. But. No, but if we can get 10% of that to come out. We can see how many of you are real. Right. And live in Spokane. Yeah. Because I do now it shows you the traffic better. Anyway, yeah. so who did I book? I booked an artist. Cool. He's uh, He lives out in Medical Lake, but he's a Spokane kind of guy. His name's Joe. And he makes these silhouetted light box yes, things. You know what I'm talking I love about? Those, yeah. Yeah, you've seen my photos and mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Anyway, I booked that guy. Uh, he is a barter fair regular with me. And he is a guy who I think makes a good product for a reasonable price. And, you know, he could use the bump. Yeah. And he does. Uh... From what I've seen, he does cool. Uh, his designs are. His designs are pretty are good. Hip. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, he'll do a custom order. So if you're at the recording, and you see, I'll bring in a couple of the boxes I have or something, and we can set them up. But if you see, the things, and you're like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" Yeah. You know, I'm sure he'll have some way to get a hold of him, and mm-hmm. you can. Just get him to make you one. Obviously, though, he's a busy guy. So, I mean, he can't so he turn it around busy. in a week. Yeah. Give him a second. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, there's he's like a lot of people in the newer economy where it's like, you don't want to have a job you hate. You want to do what you love. But it's really hard to make enough money doing what you love. Right. So you do have to do some other stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know, driving an Uber. At least till the other thing takes off. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's like this, uh, 
there's like you know in yoga and in that Indian philosophy there's like you find like your dharma which is like your purpose for mm-hmm. being and even if you find it right it's cool if you figure out why you're supposed to be here but like yeah. part of that mission is earning enough money to make it come true right. or figuring out how to make like if you're here to save the orphans and you figure that out but you're working split shifts at Wendy's right then like I'm glad that you're making it through today's America, but, like, the orphans are going to continue being orphaned. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's you like... Gotta, <laughs> you got to figure out how to eat while you pursue your dharma. Right. That's agreed. So, That's the yeah. thing. you got to figure out how to exist, and then you can worry about making sure that your grand life vision comes true. Yeah. Which is a real bummer. Because, uh... It's kind of like, um... Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know. Absolutely, it's yeah. totally like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Uh, you know, baseline you, is survival. Right, you got to get that stuff done and out of the way. Yeah. Man, this got real yeah. scholastic. I bet people didn't know I read books. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't sound like it. And unfortunately, the longer I work in the kitchen, the you know I do not either. It's so upsetting, dude. Uh, as a giant person who doesn't like to be hot to work in a warm environment I'm sure it's like a really it's not a bad job but it takes so much concentration to not get pissy (laughs) if that makes sense it's like you know because it's like you're busy you know you roll burrito right Mm -hmm. you work the same kind of a thing it's like you've got a customer who has an expectation Mm-hmm. You've got a a standard for what you want to give the customer. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're not just flinging crap at these people. Like, yeah. If they're going to pay 9 or $10 for a burrito, it has to right. be a good burrito. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this can't be like a McDonald's breakfast burrito that's just so depressing. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a McDonald's breakfast burrito. Oh, man. Well, my dad is big on getting them for me. If we're going somewhere early in the morning. He just picks it up for you. He'll stop at McDonald's and like 20% of the time it's like breakfast burrito. (laughs) And it's like, uh, you know, like it's like people who are missing the forest for the trees. Like at Night's Diner where like you go to Night's Diner to get an omelet and they crack three eggs into this tin and they whisk them together and season it. and they, Right? Mm. But then they put fucking american cheese in it (laughs) and it's like i really appreciate that you use fresh cracked eggs but why did you ruin it with american cheese american cheese has its place it does it's on hamburgers (laughs) and it's to give body to cream based sauces as a secret Mm -hmm. more people know that than you think i don't think they do (laughs) i mean Okay, fair enough. I take that back. I take my statement back because I thought about how many people there are. <laughs> and I was like, if even 1% more people know about that than I think. you think that's a lot more that's people. That's a lot of goddamn people here, just the U.S. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's hundreds of thousands of people, which is a lot. Like anybody who's ever made mac and cheese already knows it. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if everybody knows about Canadian mac and cheese. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Just the northern thing. Where you just mix American cheese with milk. Yeah. <laughs> That's the <laughs> sauce. It's so clutch. I mean, because who needs to have a roux? No, you don't need to make a roux for that. <laughs> right. I agree. Uh, well, poop, man. It's the holiday season. Mm-hmm. We're full in effect on it. We're getting Cheers. there. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy holidays. Happy almost solstice, eh? Mm-hmm. We had the uh, winter formal at work on Saturday. Yeah, man. How was that? It was really fun. Gosh. Uh, it's the classiest it's ever been. Was it? Yeah. I'm kind of glad I didn't go we, now. We had a dope guy from... He's this... Uh, We'll call him uh, distinguished gentleman as opposed to like right slapping a 
number on him. Sure. Uh, he was singing like old standard crooner songs. Oh. And then he'd play the trumpet, and he had backing tracks. Was he playing like Steve Mangione? Uh, he was doing like well, like Sinatra, Bing okay. Crosby. I'm just a couple of Christmas songs. That's cool. Yeah. That's pretty classy. Yeah, so people got to hang out, feel swanky the first couple hours, and then... And then was there dancing? And then later? it got rowdy, rowdy okay. dancing. Okay. Not overly rowdy. Huh. Now I don't know time. how I feel. Good time was had by all. <laughs> I wanted to go. Yeah. But couldn't get anybody to go with. So not that you need to. Right. But sometimes it's a nice incentive. Yeah. Like, it's one thing when you just know, like, oh, if I go, I'll know people there. Right. And that's cool. But at the same time, like, then you're just, like, everyone's third wheel. <laughs> you're just like, hey, everybody, yeah, I came nice. down here. It is entertain nice. me. It is nice to have someone who's obligated right. to stand next to you and talk to you. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're like, okay, we're going to go do this as a team. Right. A friend team, a date team, whatever kind of thing. Yeah. It's a team thing. No expectations except right. for the conversation. Right. And that could be another dude, even. Yeah. I mean, it could be anybody. Just another yeah. soul. So you're not like, well, I hope when I go down there, there's another oh, person boy. stag. What if, <laughs> what if I can't remember names? Like right. that's, yeah. that's another reason to bring a team member. Around. I agree yeah. so completely. <laughs> oh, man. I was just so tired. We've had a big shake-up at work. Uh-oh. And so, like, we've had to, like, switch around a lot of hours and stuff. And it's like, uh... <clears throat> I don't know how to put it. Well, like, it's supposed to be slow right now. Or, like, slower. It's not, like, the ultimate mm. doldrum from, like, New Year's through, like, mid-February or March, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, like, completely dead. But usually during the holidays, it's not, like... For us, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like it's as jam-packed. Like, right around the holidays, it gets busy everywhere, but, like, middle of December. Yeah. And people are just fucking loving breakfast, and I'm stoked mm. about it, because it keeps, like, you don't have to trip about your hours, but... Right. Fuck, man. We just make a lot of breakfast. <laughs> Brunch is uh, the hip thing to do now. It's... It really is. Yeah. And uh, I totally get it. Because I see so many people there that are having uh, hams at 9 a.m. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, man. Fucking totally. Yeah. Yeah. Take on your weekend. Right. I don't care if it's Thursday. Great. <laughs> per- even better. That's, that's the thing I've started to notice weirdly in this town is that, like, it used to be, when we were just a little bit younger, if you had non-standard days off, it was very ghosty around here. Like, you could go to yeah. Costco on Tuesday at 2 p.m., mm-hmm. and there would fucking be no one there. Not like zero, but like very few people. You could park close. Not a big deal. Right. And I've noticed, really especially in the last year, that just like, that is not a thing so much anymore. <laughs> There's no more like lull where you're like, oh, I'm going to go hit Costco real quick because I can guarantee it's pretty dead about now. Right. Like I was there today at 11.45. So on a Wednesday. Yeah. Full. <laughs> Northside Costco, full. Like pretty fucking full. Not like day before Thanksgiving full but right. pretty like like wow like what used to be a weekend hmm. and they're building another Costco further north oh cause all those people have to drive yeah, yeah. they're building another Costco further north up by like that Frank's Diner even a little further north over on the right side as you drive north on Highway 2 or whatever oh. yeah I was like, get the fudge out. Another Northside Costco? So people don't hit the Fred, get to the Fred Meyer coming south. Right. Go there instead of Costco. Absolutely. Yep. 
Smart. I can see it. Smart. <laughs> yeah, they're going to ruin North Point Shopping Center. <laughs> like, what's your incentive to go to TJ Maxx? Well. Yeah, I say that, but I was there today. And you know what? It may have changed in general, but you can still get a good deal on spatulas. <laughs> Socks, underwear, kitchen stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, you need a non-stick pan to cook eggs in. And you don't want to like... It's like you can go to the grocery store. They're going to have one. Right. It's going to be $16 and it's going to last four weeks. Yeah. Or you can go to TJ's. It's going to be $16 and it'll last like two years. Mm-hmm. Maybe not forever. Clearly not forever. And it may or may not have Rachel Ray's photo on the. Oh on man! The Talk about your bonuses. <laughs> Talk about your bonuses. Well, that's that's fun to hear about the the winter formal being nice. Yeah, it was good. That was good. Got to dance a little bit. Drink some punch. Oh, punch, huh? Yeah, we made a punch. It did not taste like alcohol, which was... <laughs> That's how so many stories start? Yeah. It did not taste like there was that much booze in it. I had two, and I was like, I better have a beer to, like, <laughs> to slow, slow the train That's down. That's hilarious to think of you having two. Two punches? And then being like, I better back this down. It's not that I felt it. I was just like, if I had a third... Then you might. Then I'll just drink all. I'll drink it all night. Right. Uh, And. (laughs) Perfect. Well, I was wearing a white shirt, Josh. Oh. The punch was red colored. Well, that's smart to get out of that. You should be drinking. If you're wearing a white shirt, you should be drinking like vodka soda. My mom would have been pissed that I had two of those. (laughs) (laughs) Tempting fate, are we? Never eat this. Eat a colored food while you're wearing a white shirt. That was the. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, what are you supposed to eat? Uh, Mayonnaise sandwiches. The clam chowder. (laughs) (laughs) Not New England style. Nope. Or Boston. Is it Boston? New England's the... White. I think New England's the white. Yeah, and Boston's the red. Because no one eats Boston style clam chowder. Well, they're doing bean town. No, they eat beans. So you just (laughs) said it right there. They're like... What's this fish chili? <laughs> That's from Boston. Yeah. You sure it's not gumbo? No, it's definitely not gumbo. <laughs> it's got Old Bay. Straight oh. out of the Chesapeake. Is it Chesapeake? It is. Nice. Man, we are teaching people so yeah, much man. valuable stuff today. Maslow and Chesapeake? Yeah. You guys keep <laughs> track at home. <laughs> and uh, shout outs to... Brian Hood and Greg Beachler, who will be oh. listening to this, because they don't have anything to do with so, their time. So they're the ones, they each listen to every episode 500 times a piece. I don't know. <laughs> but they've tweeted at us recently enough. It works. Our Twitter, please, will yeah, answer. We've tested it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. What a day, huh? It has been, man. I've been uh, been doing a little yoga every morning. Oh. Yeah. You go to the studio or you just do that at home? I got it at home. I got a, I got a couple different mats. And I'm just doing like some real basic stuff, like mm-hmm. a sun salutation. Like, okay. The, like good and slow, so that you're really feeling the burn on the way back up. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> It's just like a good general stretch, like yeah. for wake up, and I'll do a little little stuff for my low back. Okay. Because I'm on my feet all day, and mm-hmm. I want to stay limber. It's like I know that you. I know for me, if I don't get like pretty fit by forty, it's kind of a lost cause. Right. You know what I mean? Like, not that you can't do better, but like, not everybody gets cut in their forties. Yeah. And just, I don't know that I'm gonna be that person. It gets. Much harder. Right? Every year, the closer you get. Right. Yeah. So, in tandem with that, I also don't want to be like an old, unflexible person. If that makes yeah. sense. Like, you can't really like move your body and you're all like brittle and like... Yeah. 
I don't, I want no part of that. So, basically, like, I'll be 35 in April, so I feel like if I don't get some shit started now, what do they say, it takes like a month to start a new habit? Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like For two weeks straight, or a month straight. Well, we'll come up on two weeks straight here on Friday, so I'm gonna go for the month at least. Yeah. Because it's, it's just, it's just like, uh... I was talking to my mom about personal change and it's like some people find it easier to make sweeping change in their life than one or two like targeted specific changes Mm -hmm. at a time because it's just like if you just change one little thing about your life it's so easy to slip back in to your previous mode Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and sometimes you just go like fuck it we're gonna hit reset on how we deal with this. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So I'm trying to like do that with my morning. And uh, trying to like wake up, get showered, and then like do like, listen to like 30 to 45 minutes of like a positive talk. Like some kind of cool like, like forgiveness meditation or some shit like mindfulness like that, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to that kind of stuff to get my brain working good and do some yoga while I hear it. And then I do like a little meditation. That's it. Trying to do that every morning. Because I just, I'm like, if I don't get it changed when I, what's going on, right? Yeah. I've lived a lot of years the same way. (laughs) Doing just exactly whatever the fuck I want to do. (laughs) Whenever I want to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's worked pretty good. Like, it's pretty good, but I feel like, you know, maybe there's a chance if I try some discipline. Well, yeah. If yeah. anything, it's just trying something new. Right. Just trying something Even new. Even if you don't have an expectation for it, just to see where it leads. Kind of that. Yeah. I don't really know where it's going. <laughs> I'm hoping to mellow out a little bit. Like, I don't mind being passionate, right? But... I think the thing I'm learning as I age is that no one wants to hear what I have to say. <laughs> and that if they do, they'll totally ask me to tell right. them. Right. But I don't need to keep sharing my opinion right. so much. If you say it all the time, right. it loses power. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it loses the power to have like power, but it gains a new power called being fucking annoying. <laughs> right? And so it's just like, super hard to not talk and just always share what is clearly a very important opinion. <laughs> so, clearly very important. The world needs... Yeah. The world needs to hear. It's never been said before. Exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> it's like I came home the other night and Brandy's making dinner and she's cooking rice and it's like she's going to make... She's trying to just make stir-fry but she's using arborio rice for risotto. And I'm like, No. Don't use that rice. Use the fucking jasmine rice. It's so much better for stir fry. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I just couldn't stop trying to be helpful, even though no one asks for my help. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, I think. I think in some circles they might call that. You might be delving into mansplaining a little. Yeah, definitely a little mansplanation, dude. Little mansplanation. I... I don't know. It's crazy to me, man. Because I I feel like I would love for someone to do that. To be like, hey, man. Like, it, it would be one thing if they were like, hey, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I've had bosses like that. That'd be one thing. But it, it's another thing to be like, hey, uh, you might like this other rice a little better because that <laughs> rice you're using is specifically for risotto right but it turns out that people will just ask you <laughs> if they have a question if they care to know right <laughs> maybe right maybe the rice isn't as important to them as it is to you absolutely like, <laughs> not apparently to some people it's just fucking rice <laughs> <laughs> Which, in my world, I just don't get. Because there's 
clearly very, like, there's a ton of different kinds of rice. <laughs> Even when we were at the store, there were different bags of it. Mm-hmm. We can't all be the same. It's got to have a different purpose. <laughs> but again, people will ask for clarification. Yeah. And I just, it's so hard for me. It's like, uh, it's like this egotism thing that... I don't know if it's like a defense mechanism from kind of having a low self-confidence where I'm just like, fuck it, I'm so smart. Watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's just getting, uh, it's just getting to be oppressive to be like, just always that guy. You know what I mean? You don't. don't you're not, not that guy. I'm not that guy, but I. I'm sure you're. I know that, that you're. I know that you're not the only. Oh no. Type of that guy. No, I'm not the only one. I might not even be the worst one. <laughs> you know what I mean? There might be yeah. other worst criminals right. of the same ilk. I'm the kind of guy that would step in on the rice issue if I thought the rice was going to like cause a fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise, and if I'm not eating it, I don't give two shits. <laughs> well, that's the thing, is I... That's how I'm trying to be nice. Is you like, look, I have I have some insider info right. on what's gonna make this stir fry even better. And they're like, cool. Well, it's rice, so fuck off. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about the rice. <laughs> no, and I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Turns out with stir fry, most people. Are- just stoked about the chicken yeah that's true most people are not they don't even care about the Mm. rice (laughs) they're just like happy that i mean it could be noodles for most people they wouldn't even give a fuck that was one of my questions why why was it rice in the first place well we don't have any soba noodles you know a big bag of rice at costco yeah that's a fucking investment yeah. It's like a challenge. That's <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I'm gonna do this. Can <laughs> I get through it? I was in the dorms with some Japanese exchange students. Holy fuck. And they all brought big bags of rice within the first step like, when sure. we were moving in. And I don't think Well, they probably got through all of it. Sure. Over the course of three and a half months or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but that's every meal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like rice, too, but... Some people eat rice like... We eat Cheerios, like... Americans eat Cheerios, or... Right, I was... I worked with a guy who was telling me his dad used to just pour milk on rice. And a little sugar. And just eat that. The rice was cooked, though, right? Yes. Okay. No, no, raw rice. <laughs> <laughs> it was Rice Krispies. <laughs> Actually, you know that what? That sounds delicious. <laughs> no, he said it was just like cooked white rice. Hmm. As a breakfast? Yeah. I could see that. I've seen in Japan where they'll just drop an egg onto hot white rice mm-hmm. and stir it in. And I've always thought, that would probably be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I might like it to be over easy, mm-hmm. but realistically, I'm not worried about the white of an egg. Yeah. See, like, this is where I would want to share, <laughs> right? This is, you, you know what yeah. I mean? Because I would want to be like, hey guys, pro tip, when you're separating yolks from whites, don't use the eggshell, right. because it's the lining between the skin and the inside of the shell and the inside of the shell where the salmonella is mm-hmm. not necessarily the white and doing that seahorse that you know seesaw back and forth see what I mean yeah. I'm just like you, you don't care so I was well I already knew that I know I'm sure you did <laughs> I just use my hands which might be oh dude it's the best yeah. it's the best you just let the white slide through right yeah or the water bottle is always really good I've never heard of the water bottle so you get like a, a plastic water bottle and you em- like an empty one mm-hmm. and you put the lid like you squeeze a little air out and then you put the lid on the yolk and then you let the air like you let it suction the air back in and it pulls the yolk yeah it just pulls the yolk out okay it's pretty cool <laughs> it's pretty cool far out <laughs> far out man that's actually where that's 
Actually, where all the salmonella and uh, diseases on any kind of like protein, <laughs> protein slash fat is it's the, on the outside. Yeah, it that's wouldn't be on just, the inside. That's why you can just sear a steak and be fine. <laughs> <laughs> can I get that steak blue rare? It's like the thing where you cook really rare burgers. Yeah. And you just wash the outside off. What? And then you heat it up to like... I forget what they're called, but... That doesn't sound good, dude. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing if you grind the meat yourself. If you grind the meat yourself, dude, cook it to whatever the fuck. Eat it raw. Yeah. It's fine. Just grind it right in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, you could. As long as it's been stored correctly. It's one, as long as it's a single muscle. Like one mm. piece of meat. Mm-hmm. You could eat raw beef. That's fine. That's what tartare is, right? Or carpaccio. Mm-hmm. All that shit. <laughs> it's the fucking ground beef where they get you, though, because it's like, you know, 1,400 cattle. Well, not in one package. Well, no, probably like seven or eight in one package. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. can't hardly fit 1,400 different... There's barely 1,400 kernels of meat in the package. Yeah, but when you learn all that stuff in, like... From like when you get your food card, yeah, and then you think back like every time I take my food handler's permit, and then I think back to like when I was a kid and how the raw meat was handled in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I probably should have died, and I probably. <laughs> Yeah, probably dude. don't need to worry about any of this <laughs> man they make it sound like fucking like raw meat is so freaking dangerous some of it is well but. yeah I mean I'm not I'm not chewing like pork chops raw <laughs> but even pork yeah. like you can I'm not I'm not an expert but it, it's come to my attention in the the little bit recently that like you could probably eat a medium pork chop these days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I don't generally worry about the little bit of pink around the bone when I cook a pork chop. Right? Like, they don't need to be incinerated. Because that means the rest of it was really mo- really moist. Right. Yeah. I'm still going to pick the bone up and, like, gnaw the meat off of it. In case he likes a little pink on his bone. Mm-hmm. That was really dirty. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, that's fine. You got your Christmas shopping done? Or did you have Did you have a segue? Nope. Okay. I don't even... Uh, I haven't started. Really? I don't generally have a lot of people to shop for for Christmas. I agree. Uh, I get all the kids <laughs> in the family something. Okay. All the little kids. Right. Like... I used to say 15 and under, but now I'm like, okay, I'll stretch it to 20. Like, 20 years old and under. Because the 20-year-old, there's like one 20-year-old. It's yeah, just their kinda, gifts were over at 18. And it's just kind of cool to go, all right, here. Like, Here's your tub of three popcorns. I don't know what 20-year-olds like anymore. <laughs> so I got you this so tub of three you, popcorns. I got you some pork rinds. <laughs> but they're fresh. Yeah. They're from De Leon's. <laughs> No, I usually get movie tickets for the older kids. That's like a good... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that is good. And the parents are a gift to them and the parents. Parents don't have to buy movie tickets. You know, if they're still... If they don't have a job. You know. I do okay. know. Yeah. I do. Uh, I just went to the movies myself. <laughs> no one bought my tickets. <laughs> <one bought>, yeah. <laughs> I was pissed. Oh, yeah, dude, I was bummed. <laughs> I'll tell you what I was bummed about was only, well, three things. They're not all big deals. I wish there was a matinee because they're cheap. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Number two, increasing in order of big deal. They have a fucking, like, self-help checkout lane thing now at... Like, yeah, they're phasing out. Like, they've had the you-go-do-it-yourself-in-this-line ones on the left side of the ticket office. Yeah, like the Fandango 
Yeah. Right. They've had that shit for a while. But now on the main ticket line, yeah. there's like two new, like, just fucking deal with it yourself things. Right. Which is like cool in a way, but also like, fuck, dude, they are just, all the employees are gone. They're getting rid of all these high schoolers. You know, well, there's a lot of them working the concession stand. Well, they've closed the upper concession stand. That's true. Isn't even a thing anymore. So, like, I yeah, but no. And then there's not as many, like, you know, ticket taker people now. Okay, and they fine. got you pouring your own soda. Right. You got you pouring your own goddamn <laughs> soda. No, but that's the third thing. Is I'm just like, if I can go and you're going to sell me a pizza... <laughs> or like a giant Bavarian pretzel. Yeah. The one pound so- pretzel. Right. Yeah. And a soda. And that is less than a popcorn and a soda. You can fuck off. <laughs> okay. Like that is ups. It's just, there should be like a law passed where a fucking large popcorn and a large soda costs $10. And that is it. Like, I'll pay $5 for your biggest soda, and I'll pay $5 for yeah. your biggest popcorn. But for it to be, like, sixteen seventy-five, I think it was. Damn. Almost double the price of the ticket. I was just like, what? That's why they don't need people at the ticket counter. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's that super fucking stupid. Like... It was one thing when all there was was popcorn and candy, and they were like, hey, you want fucking popcorn or not? Take it or leave it, asshole. $13. (laughs) But now I can get a one-pound pretzel or a pizza or chicken strips, and and the popcorn is the most expensive thing. They also have to do that because there's less seats in every theater now. That is true. I forgot about that. There's like probably a third... There's a lot less seats because of those yeah. giant recliners that are totally overrated. Yeah. <laughs> They're super cool the first time, and then the second time you go and you fall asleep, you're like, oh, shitty. Yeah. Now I don't know what I still can't before. sit in them without my knee hitting the recline button. Oh. <laughs> wow. I don't... Maybe not my knee. I guess it's like my hip. I guess it's just how I sit. I know what you mean, dude. You're always like... <laughs> med- you're like... Mah, mah, mah. And you're like, what the fuck? I'm just trying to watch this movie. <laughs> Design flaw. <laughs> Went and saw Thor. I enjoyed Thor. I thought so. that was a good flick. Yeah. I really enjoyed that they let Taika Waititi do it. I think he was a good choice for director. Yeah. Uh, kudos. I wasn't, like, super jacked on the 80s aesthetic. Does no. that make sense? No. That just me? Like, it wasn't, like, a deal breaker, but I was just like, not everything has to be Guardians of the Galaxy, guys. If that makes sense. Yeah. I guess, but it still makes, I mean, it makes it Yeah, no, it was still fun. good. I was, I, again, super stoked. I felt like it was, like, I felt like my money was... Well spent on the admission, at least. Yeah. Maybe, you know, from now on, I'm going to just fucking sneak in my own sodas and shit. (laughs) Just get one of those bladder things and fill it up. Well, the upper concession stand now is just a butter station. So in case you need to add more butter that you weren't able to add downstairs. (laughs) Or the downstairs butter stations were, like, swarmed. You can go butter it up upstairs. Mm-hmm. Which is dumb because that way you can't get the tub half full to butter the bottom part fully, and right. then get it refill. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. But the, there's a soda machine up there, so I think if you just snuck a cup up. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the last time I went, how many uh, how many people they had walking around. There aren't that many unless no. like a bunch of movies are getting out. And they don't give you a free refill on a largest popcorn anymore unless you have a membership to the Stubbs Club. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. Man, this derailed. This derailed into a critique of nah, my friends take. that was probably more appropriate when Nathan Weinbender was here. My friends take a larger purse Yeah. and they bring salami and cheese and crackers <laughs> and uh, usually a couple bottles worth of wine. <laughs> Why wouldn't you get those little bandit <laughs> to see ones? What, what was the last uh, Hobbit movie that? 
Oh, you'd need it for those. It's like three hours long. Those or something. things are a train yeah. wreck. It's like a full afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what a bummer those movies were. Once you, got, once you got past the barrel and the river scene... There was some really good breakdowns on yeah. YouTube of why they're terrible. And it's just like... It makes sense like that they would be when you have other people pointed out to you. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. I would be burnt out with Middle Earth, too. Huh? That's if exactly. I had just finished one trilogy and then some dude backed out of what was going to be his thing. And now i got to do a whole new... I want to do two... Well, it can't be two. It has to be three. Now I gotta do three more. Fuck this shit. There's like footage that's gonna be used in the final battle scene that they're filming in the second unit, where like uh, the guy Andy Circus, the guy who played Smeagol, yeah, he's directing it, and these guys are battling, but he doesn't know what like the script hasn't been finished for that scene yet, so he's just like. Do generic fighting shit. <laughs> Smash that guy. Okay, cut. Swing Reset. It. Go Swing the other it. way. Now, Brian, you smash Kevin. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Lunch. Everybody go to lunch. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't care too much about that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's why they're terrible, I, though. I wish we could get back to the like Karate Kid school of trilogies where the middle movie means nothing right. to the, the rest of to the like overall plot of anything. I think the closest that has come to that was Fast and the Furious for a while, where like they did like, the first two, and mm-hmm. then Tokyo Drift happened, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Oh, that guy's popular." Oh, fuck. Okay, now this next movie happens before the one that just happened. Right. <laughs> or, after, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a prequel and a sequel at the same, same time. time. <laughs> that was just an alternate timeline, bro. <laughs> uh, and then it did that for a second, and then it just got stupid as soon as Dwayne Johnson got in there. Like, wow. no, it's cool, but it's also stupid. But the acting was elevated. Yeah, fair. <laughs> But they have con- I've never seen any. They have lines in their contracts that prohibit them from being able to lose a fight on camera. <laughs> so neither The Rock nor Vin Diesel can can lose a fight per contract in a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> so if they fight and they have, it ends in some kind of draw every time. Which will have to be negotiated yes. by the lawyers. Probably, dude, about how okay. this... Okay, he can land the left hook. Right. But but if he does, then this guy's going to get a backflip kick yeah. on him. Yeah. So, he's going to use a Street Fighter fireball on the, the guy. Hadouken! It's the future of Hollywood. It's just all the fights are choreographed by the lawyers. <laughs> Sweet. I like where this is going. We kind of recovered that, that conversation a little bit. Papa yeah. was no help. Papa's never really any help. Uh, you got anything you want to chat about, bro? Um, anything on your noodle? Nothing. <laughs> I got no feelings. Yeah, that's fair. To think about. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. That must be nice. Yeah. Um, I just want to say that I'm getting stoked about the comedy scene lately okay and how many people are producing how many shows are being produced uh whether or not I'm a part of it or not oh that sounded <laughs> totally backhanded that's not, <laughs> that's not what I meant I know but it's so fun to hear it <laughs> no a lot of people are putting together shows and it's like four some weeks it's been four or five nights out of the week. Yeah. There's shows that aren't open mics, and I think that's rad. Right? Yeah. Good for, uh, good for the Spokane scene. Yay! Good for people. <laughs> that's good. That is good. And, you know, and the club has been doing well, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. So everything's just, you know, driving Everything's, really <laughs> everything's just real nice. Everything's man. coming together. 
It's coming together real good. Mm -hmm. The rug is really tying the room together. Who can really push this momentum through into 2018? I don't see why we wouldn't be able to. There's supposed to be a bunch of shows in the works that I'm not supposed to talk about, too. (laughs) So. And, you know, like, I've thought about it every now and then. It'd be fun to produce more one-off kind of stuff. Yeah. Than trying to do, like, a a recurring, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, I know how hard it is to (laughs) approach venues and have them be either non non-responsive right period right or very very like uh, cautious and you're like dude you'll pay a karaoke DJ two hundred dollars yeah there's one venue that I've been trying to get for a while that I think would be rad tell me off camera okay we're gonna continue there that was just the alarm to let me know go to go to open mic time to go to open time to wake up time to go to open mic time to wake up go to open mic time to get out of your downward dog and get to the open mic there we go Uh, plugs, plugs, yeah. plugs. Well, aside, well, I got the aside from the live podcast recording. Whoa, January thirteenth, thirteenth at the Big Dipper Big at Dipper. nine. That's a Saturday. That means uh, none of our bigger name comedic friends can do it. You don't know that. I do have asked. <laughs> Patty can't do it. Kent Yulin's leaving. Everyone's leaving town to go to Mexico on the 13th of January. I don't get It's the get dumbest it. thing I've ever heard in my life. That's the stupidest. It's dumb. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, other than that, I'm, I'll be at the Riddler this Sunday at... Uh, what is that date? Mm, 15th? It's like the 15th. No, Could it's be the, the 14th. It's the, it's it's the, the 16th. 14th. No. December 14th. No, it's not. Okay, the 15th is Friday, because that's when I get paid. <laughs> and today's like... <laughs> today's the day we weren't supposed to talk about. So we've just blown that. I knew it would happen, but in such spectacular form. So the 17th. 17th of December. It's a Sunday night. I'll be at the Riddler Piano Bar. Featuring... For the, so- for the Social Hour social hour Comedy Showcase. Uh... I believe I'll be there with, I know Scotty G's on the bill. Scotty G. Carl Shaw's headlining. Carl Shear. Uh, it'd be a really fun time. Should be a good time. I'm stoked to get back to the Riddler. I like that room. It's a fun like cap on the weekend. Mm. If you've done, especially if you get to do like shows all weekend, it's a fun like right. cap to do something different than you've done the whole, like. That shows where you're, you know. I do. Anything bigger else? shows. Um, what else you got going on? I got some stuff coming up later in the spring. Further, a little further out. Uh, I'll also have a. I'll announce this other one. It'll probably be early in February. But wow, he's really teasing it out. I gotta. Really teasing it out. I gotta. I gotta. I got a thing I've been working on. It's actually been a th- in the thought process for like over a year mm, I don't believe that but I'm finally pulling the trigger on it <coughs> I'm just gonna do it okay so I'll announce that next week sweet just cause I wanna have the lineup <laughs> and what's uh, I wanna have what's gonna go down a good idea perfect but also find me on Instagram I'm a little more active now ooh Casey underscore strain Casey Strain. And just be my friend on Facebook. On Facebook. People always ask me if, I, if I'm going to make like a fan page for my comedy on Facebook. It's already basically what my personal one is. So. Yeah, so we'll do that <laughs> when enough of you assholes friend us. And we have to. <laughs> like when we're obligated to, yeah. then we'll do it. Other than that, no. Because it's a hassle. Yeah. What you got going on, Josh? Uh, next weekend, which is the weekend before Christmas, I will be hosting at the Spokane Comedy Club for Zoltan Kazaz. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday with Ryan McComb, Spokane's own baby legend. 
as the feature. Um, and that's going to be a good show. That's going to be a real good show. So I would mm-hmm. go to that. If you need tickets to that show, let me know. That's what the that's 21st, 22nd, 23rd? 23rd. So if you need tickets to any of those days, 12, 21, 12, 22, 12, 23, you let old Josh Tieford know. He'll <laughs> take care of you. Let buddy Josh. Let your old buddy Josh know and he'll get you taken care of. Uh, I got that going on. And then we are recording a live podcast on January 13th, Big Dipper. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this. We've been trying to get this set up for a while now. Um, I would say not the first of many, but the first of several. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's the same. No, many. I, I think many, like, more than three. Okay. I don't see us doing too many more of these than three. You know what I mean? Maybe once every six months in the podcast, but we've probably got another eight, nine months left. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, we'll I just know, do the it. way the numbers are looking, we don't have a choice. But right, keep, that's true. Well, keep no, going. We just see the numbers go up as we back down production. <laughs> so we just back it down to once a month, dude. Should easily be clearing 10,000. Uh, other than that, you can follow me on the social media platforms at shimshammy s-h-i-m-s-h-a-m-m-i-e and I have at Josh Tford on Twitter if you have questions, comments, or concerns about the podcast, send us an email at weedandwhiskeyspokane at gmail.com or tweet us at, at weedandwhiskey1 we have weedandwhiskeyspokane is our Instagram mm-hmm. uh we don't have a kick. We don't have an Etsy. Not on Tumblr. Not on Tumblr or Tinder as the website. I wonder if we could do a Tinder for the. I'm sure we could. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah. Going open mic. Yay! Yeah. Going to it's the comedy gym. It is. It's a dojo. I got yeah. I got shit to work out tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs>